how it lights my path, how it guides my way. We thank you for Henry. Thank you for all that you've laid on his heart. And Lord, I pray that you'll help us not to be distracted, but receive and hear what you're saying. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's an absolute pleasure to share in this time, and especially to see your walls. Look at your city walls. Look at them all together. The, the great projecting wall has a projector on it, which you have to think about for a moment, and then it's really actually quite funny. And the brilliant thing is that all of us have worked together on these walls and put them together, and they make a wonderful, safe place which is so beautiful. Isn't that amazing? All of us working together, getting our hands stuck in with God. Because that's the main thing we want to remember today is that God is at work in this world. And He doesn't want to just do things for us or do things to us, but do things with us. And our God is a do-it-together kind of God. He doesn't like DIY and He doesn't shop at B&Q. He wants to work together with us. And it's so amazing to see these walls that Nehemiah built because those walls built were the ones that then Jesus walked within. How precious that the lives of Nehemiah and his team contributed to get the world ready for Jesus. That's amazing, right? Especially if they did write their names on the bricks and I'm looking at Walter to see if that really was true. It really was true. Okay, I'm going to believe him because he's got a trustworthy face. But you know, every single one of us is in the same boat to be able to get the world ready for more of Jesus. Because Jesus is not finished with this world. Can you say, Amen? We want to see more of Jesus' good news in this world. There are still people who have not heard and have not yet experienced how good it is to be forgiven and to be set free and to know the unconditional love of God. And every time... We share and live out that love and speak about it and do it with our hands and share it in our relationships. It's like us building more of a wall for God's love to dwell in. So I wonder, can anyone help me to look a little bit more at the story of how we got to this Nehemiah moment? Do you think there might be some children who would help me? Grown-ups, can you nominate a child for me? Who do you think might come first? Because before Nehemiah, there were some people who got to carry something unbelievably precious. Who do you think can carry something precious for me? You can. You were the kindness boy. Should we give him a big clap? Come, 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 help me quick. You see, actually, we're going to go back four teams before Nehemiah. Before Nehemiah's team, there was Ezra's team. And before that, there was Zerubbabel's team, which is a hard name to say. But then there was Sheshbazar's team. That's not a type of kebab. It's someone who had a big job to do. do. What's your name again? Joshua. Look how strong Joshua is. Can you flex some muscle for me? <laughs> wow. Should we, see, should we have another couple of helpers? Who else can come and help? Because Sheshbazar 
was given a job to get ready for these walls to be built. Do you want to come and help me as well? You can come. Yeah, I, a few more people. And he had to carry something golden. Can everyone say, wow. To rebuild this city, God said, let's get the precious golden bowls all the way back. Now, in my house, there aren't many golden bowls. There's something even better. From my drum kit, there are golden symbols. Joshua, can you hold up that one? Look at that. Can you lift it up above your head? Everyone say, wow. He can hold that one. That's pretty strong. What about somebody else? Would you like to carry one? It's quite heavy, but I think you can probably manage it. Do you want to try it? Do you want to try it? She's got it. Give her a big clap. She's got it. Oh, she's got it. Okay. Hold on. What about with you? If I give you a bit of a smaller one. That one's a bit smaller. You want to try that one? Still not sure. Okay. I think you look quite big. Do you want a bigger one? Can he handle a bigger one? Yeah. Okay. Now, here we go. Can you take that one? Is that all right? You want a bigger one? Is that one too small? Okay. All right. Hold on. What about, what about that one? Whoa. Okay. Now, Shesh Bazaar and the team, they'd been through a tough time. Actually, they felt like things had all gone wrong for them and there was no hope at all. They didn't have their city. It was all busted up. They didn't live where they wanted to live. They weren't even able to do the jobs they were allowed to do. But God gave them the opportunity to take hold of the special, I've got a really big one, the special golden stuff. Can you follow me, everyone? Can we say left, right, left, right, left? Can you do some footsteps, everyone, with your feet as well? That's it. And they started on their journey. They left away from all of the disappointment in Babylon. And they started working their way all the way back to Jerusalem. Good marching. Can you lift up your your golden bowl a little bit higher? Can you lift it up? They marched and marched and marched and marched and marched. They went on and on and on and on. Can you still make it? Oh, brilliant. You're doing well, everybody. And they carried that treasure all the way back. Oh, should we give them a round of applause? You can put them down over here for me. That's it. Thank you. Here, I'll hold that one as much. Thank you. Wow. They managed to carry the golden bowls all the way back. Those golden bowls were the first sign of hope. That even when everything has gone wrong, even when it feels like there is no hope, even when it seems like everything that used to be no longer is, God says, I'll give you a treasure. And that treasure is salvation in Jesus. I give you hope. And though that looks like something that is personal, it is something that is open to everyone. Do you say hallelujah here? Being saved and loved by God is like this golden treasure that they managed to carry at first. That's the first step. But I wonder, should we start the second team? Who can show me two fingers? Getting us ready for the rebuilding of your walls here. After Shesh Bazaar and his team, there was Zerubbabel and his team. Now, I've been trying to convince all these people having babies in Ichthus to call one of them Zerubbabel. But no one's taken up the offer yet. There's no Zerubbabels yet. It could have been Zoe and Zerubbabel, two Zs, but they didn't go for it. But Zerubbabel was amazing. Because after he'd gotten hold of all that golden stuff, 
People think he was probably the nephew of Sheshbazar, or he may have been the same person. Let's not worry about that detail for now. But he said, now that we've got back to Jerusalem, before we build the walls, we need to make something right in the heart, right in the middle, right here. We need to build a new temple for God, a new dwelling place where we can go and spend time with God and meet with him and talk with him. And Zerubbabel became this person who was going to build, build, build and make a place for meeting with God. Now, everyone, can you scratch your head for me? Kids, can you scratch your head? When Zerubbabel came up with this idea, everyone said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Terrible move. You don't want to build the temple first. You want to build the walls first and then put the temple because then it'll be safe, right? Does that make sense? And they said, no, no, that's how we would do it. It's not like you'd build the kitchen first and then put the house around the kitchen. They said, Zerubbabel, it makes no sense. But Zerubbabel had some friends called the prophets. And they said, Zerubbabel, this is what we've got to do. If we want a dwelling place of God's presence, we don't think about our own protection first. Right at the heart of our lives, right at the heart of our shared life and our personal life, Right at the heart of everything, let's put worship to Jesus. Let's worship God right in the heart. It made no sense to anyone else. But they said, let's find meeting with God as the number one thing in our lives. And my friends, you might think about the lives of those rejected and dejected people who had no hope, who were full of disappointment. And the first step is not to get yourself sorted out first. And then to meet with God. I met someone a few years ago and they said, I really want to come to church and become a Christian, but I need to lose a bit of weight first. I'm glad you laugh because it was the biggest nonsense. (laughs) I spoke to her and I said, you can become a Christian today. And whether you lose weight or not, God loves you exactly the way you are. Say hallelujah. Putting worship and relationship with God at the heart was so important. And that's what Zerubbabel did. Are you ready for another person? Are you sure? Because after those first two teams came back, there was another team. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. I need another volunteer. Thank you, Zoe, for volunteering. Because, look at this. She's like Ezra, but she's called Zoe. And Zoe had seen Sheshbazar go back. Can you, can you look for me, Zoe? Seen Sheshbazar's team and thought, yes, good. The worship's going back. Look with the other hand for me, Zoe. Zerubbabel's team had gone back. Oh, good, that went well. They had protection from different kings. I wonder, is there one other child who might help us? Can you come and help us? You're joining Ezra's team. Should we give him a little round of applause? Thank you. Now, I wonder, can a few grown-ups, can you make us some places of protection? So if you can stretch your hands over a little area that will come to That's it. Very good. Shirley, Walter. Yeah, good. Okay, so then, here we go. When they went on the journeys before, it was like they came under the protection. Come, guys, quick. They went under the protection of a king called Cyrus. And they were very, very, this very good protection here. Come under, everyone. Very good protection under Cyrus's protection. But then Cyrus, he was done and... There was a new king. You guys can relax. Quick, make a new king for us over there. Can you make us? Quick, quick, quick. 
lift up your hand. That's good. Very good. Very good. Quick. Then they came under the protection of the next one. And this one was called Darius. Oh, thank you, Darius. We're well protected. Well done. It was very, thank you. very. But then Darius was gone. Say bye, Darius. About, it's quick, isn't it? It happens for, quick. Make one over there for us, guys. Then they came under another king. This one begins with an X, not a Z. This one's called Xerxes over here. They came under his protection as well. Thanks, Xerxes. But then he was gone as well. Oh my goodness, it's exhausting, isn't it? All this protection from different places in the world. Quick, Ezra's team, come back. Ezra started to pray. Turn around for me. Talk to God. And realize, hold on. This protection isn't really from these kings. It is God who gives us protection. For example, what about this? It was like God became... I didn't test to see if this umbrella still works. Whoa. It was like, Liz is going to be Father God now. Here we go. It was like Ezra realized, all this protection isn't really from all these kings. Look at them, these arrogant kings who think they're doing all these things for us. Oh no, Shirley. Our protection comes from God. So then this movement, this journey of Ezra started to get moving. Everyone stamp your feet again for me. Off you go. You better go the same route as me. Can you follow? That's it. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Wow. That's it. Keep marching. Keep marching. And you see that journey of Ezra. He came into the temple that had been built by Zerubbabel. was so excited and brought a blessing of this covering, which we're going to call the presence of God. Wow, look at that. Thank you very much, Ezra. That's really good. Wow. Okay, let's give Team Ezra a big clap. Thank you very much. That's, that's great. So you can see this journey of what is going on. And what I want to talk about today is that each one of us is so precious and valuable to God. If we join in this heart of beautiful love and value that God gives to us, if we want to put our lives into his work and his hands and his kingdom, we can be any one of those things. Even if in our lives all we do is walk through the day seeking to bless and to love, a little bit like Sheshbazar and his golden bowls. Even if all we do is bring something of value and goodness into every conversation we have, My friends, you are getting this world ready for Jesus. Do we believe it? If we love, if we have hope, if we have joy and peace into every situation where we can find it, it's like carrying something of this gold of the Lord. Do we say hallelujah? Even if when everyone else is afraid and anxious and doesn't know where to look and tries to build their own walls, if we decide to worship God and give him first place, like Zerubbabel, we are building something beautiful that lasts forever. Do you want to be like that? I want to be like that. You might be one who simply brings it like Sheshbazar. You might be someone who is building it like Zerubbabel. You might be someone who is blessing it like Ezra did, bringing that covering of the presence of God. You know, being in God's presence means being in a place of such peace, of such goodness and hope and vision. 
And I really believe for us and for you as Forest Hill Congregation, God is going to increase your vision for being carriers of the presence of God. For being carriers of His very presence into many situations. Loads of people have a faith that is a bit like that temple built by Zerubbabel, but it's empty. And the Lord wants you guys to breathe His presence into it. Like bringing a prophetic overshadowing of goodness and healing and blessing. So you can bring it, you can build it, you can bless it. But I'd like us to do one more thing today, even though I'm dramatically over my time allowance. I brought something wonderful with me from home. Because once all that stuff had come into place, all that contribution from all those different kinds of lives and different types of people, And the very fact that in God's kingdom, whoever you are and whatever you've got to bring, you have value. Well, what happened then is they all sat around and they started to worship God in God's house. And they had something so beautiful, which was the table of the presence of God. And it's really quite amazing Because they would have, don't worry, I've done this before. They had this incredible bread that was on a wonderful table in that house that Zerubbabel had built. And it was bread that was always made fresh. Now I've got some fresh dough right here. It's stretchy. It's more stretchy than I thought it would be. And I can't really do it with one hand. So Walter's going to come and be my microphone holder. Because, a little bit higher. Thanks. What we do with this bread is we cook it right here. And as people saw and heard Ezra and Nehemiah making all this wonderful fresh stuff to be used in the temple for the worship, They were totally blown away. They were totally humbled by it. In fact, they used a word called awe, which is where we get awesome. But don't use it in too much of a crass way. It was totally incredible for them because as they looked at it, and as they spent time at this place of worship with sacrifice, with bread, With worship, it says there were two choirs with loads and loads of people around those walls that you've built. They were singing and it was loud and it was amazing. And it said the people were so in awe of God that they started to weep because they realised we're not worthy of this. God is so holy. God is so good. And I don't match up. And then Nehemiah and Ezra said the most incredible thing. In fact, a verse in the Bible that people say all the time and they don't know where it comes from. (laughs) Nehemiah turned to them and looked at them all and said, don't weep, don't be sad, don't think about your opinion of yourself, but let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Have you heard that verse before? The joy of the Lord is your strength. And the context in which it was said was this one. Because as soon as he'd said it, he said right now, just turning the heat down a bit. 
Now that you know that the joy of the Lord is your strength, go. Take this bread. It's actually cooking really quite well. Take this bread that we've made. Take this meat that we've barbecued. Don't grieve. Don't feel in despair about the bad person that you think you are. But embrace that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Embrace that He is good. And then you can eat this food and have this party. You see, what happened was everyone realized that God is a God who forgives. God is a God who is good. He is on the move to see more lives forgiven, more people transformed, more and more and more love in this world than we could ever dream up or imagine or find within, this, within ourselves. And then it says that the people did celebrate. The people did feast. The people did give God thanks. It says the noise of the celebration of rejoicing and thanking God was so loud, people could hear it around about. Some people were still weeping because they couldn't believe they'd been forgiven. Some people were still smiling and laughing and rejoicing. But everyone together agreed that God is good. That God gives hope to each one of us. Whatever is happening on our journey, whatever kind of gifts and skills and blessings we bring, all of us are precious and valuable and wonderful. And if you would like, I'm going to let you try this bread in a minute. It's warm and it's really nice. If you don't trust my hygiene, that's okay. I trust it. But I would love to pray. Is that okay? Just think for a moment about yourself. You might want to shut your eyes. You might want to think about whatever is going on in your journey right now, whatever steps are ahead of you. What are you carrying? What are you hoping for? What are you looking for? What is it that's trying to make you afraid? Lord, I want to pray, Lord, you would bless this room now. Lord, bless each journey of every single person. Lord, we want to say, Lord, wherever disappointment or guilt or shame or sin or sorrow has tried to hold us back, Lord, we want to say we want to live for you. We want to build for you. We want to build our lives on the foundation of your love. Lord, we say today, Lord, just like those temple builders, that we want to put worship and love and adoration to you right at the centre. Lord, we put our faith in you because you are faithful. We put our trust in you because you are trustworthy. And we want to walk for you because you walk with us. In Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Walter. Let your living word Let your